Uh, first, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. This is a truth podcast where we question everything and no topic is off limits. I got it all covered. Discover the truths about topics you were never taught in school. Learn the uncomfortable and inconvenient truths about current events, geopolitics, culture, economics, and healthcare. You're now listening to the truth podcast. Question everything. And now your host, Richard. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now uh, that's back from high school algebra, but let's let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Now uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Given the public alarm of the recently destroyed Georgia Guidestones, which suggested a culling of the Earth's population to the designated 500 million, which were engraved on stones, coupled with the concern of GMO food shortages, continued aerial atmospheric spraying of our skies with toxic chemicals, it's no wonder people were concerned about a predicted drop in population. Even before the rollout of rushed experimental mRNA gene therapy, quote unquote, vaccines, that has led to millions of sudden deaths and injuries only two years after their rollout. Few people know of this website and even more claim that the organization doesn't legitimately exist at all, despite the overwhelming suppression of its significance. WikiLeaks documents have revealed it was legitimately used as a reference material in a Stratfor report on the technological capabilities of the People's Republic of North Korea. All right, so now that everyone has heard about Deagle and who they are, let's talk about the trends and how they got to these numbers and these predictions. So you're saying to yourself, well, trends, what trends? Well, how about the trends that have happened over the last, say, 20 years or so? Let's talk about the devaluation of the dollar with an out of control American Congress. We've seen the dollar devalue and inflation has picked up at historical levels just within the last year or two. How about a strange insistence in using an mRNA vaccine instead of the traditional dead host vaccine? Something that's relatively new for most Americans is the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, both mRNA technology. How about a global pandemic or scandemic that the world basically just fucked up? Let's be honest. Of course, there's a desire for war with Russia, the desire for war with China, 
and of course the desire for war with Iran. And those three particular countries, China, Russia, and Iran, forming a, a unified Asian bloc. Some other trends to consider, obviously the increasing race war in the United States, the progressive onslaught and control and censorship of all electronic media. We've been seeing looming bubbles in just about every facet of the American life, and we're starting to see those things pop, particularly with car loans, the student loans, and of course, the mortgage industry. So let's discuss the Deagle scenario. The Deagle Corporation was asked to explain their thinking behind its strange set of population and output figures. So let's consider a few things. In short, one, the American GDP, our gross domestic product. Deagle argued that the United States government has greatly overstated the real level of the United States GDP. This means the country will be fatally exposed when the next economic crisis strikes. Perhaps another thing to consider in regards to these numbers is a real pandemic scenario. For example, one that's caused by Ebola or perhaps another similar pathogen. This, they say, would cause an exceptionally high death rate, placing extreme pressure on healthcare providers across America and, of course, re greatly reducing economic output. Three, a financial crisis with the U.S. dollar. Now, this pandemic could quickly spiral out of control and create international financial crisis. Now, think about it. The collapse of the Western financial system will wipe out the standard of living of its population while ending the Ponzi schemes such as the stock exchange and pension funds. So they try to explain the predicted dramatic fall in the population of the United States by reference to a massive outward migration of millions of Americans seeking economic relief in other countries. But this is a little bit unconvincing. They seem to concede this themselves when they add a further explanatory factor, widespread suicide in response to economic distress. But this too is a little bit unsatisfactory. Their primary reason for predicting a colossal drop in population in the United States by 2025, which by the way is a fall of up to 70%, is the scale and severity of the alleged pandemic. As they put it, the death toll will be horrible. Now, let's take a look at the map. Here's a map showing the predictions made in the forecast. You can see that Asia is basically unscathed, while America and the West will suffer horribly. Japan will lose a fifth of its population. Australia will lose a third of its population. Looking at Canada, looks like it's going to lose 25% of its population. And the United States will lose roughly 75% of its population. Now, when we think about timing, by all accounts historically, the massive drop in population at this time is validated by the fourth turning predictions. The date and timing all agree with the Strauss and Howe model for America. This model is a United States centrist and acknowledges that different societies and different cultures will have different turnings and, general, and generational changes. Now, thinking about the casualty figures, the casualty figures are gargantuan. I mean, they are over and above what one would associate with civil war or genocide or world wars or a true pandemic. Typically, a civil war, you're looking anywhere between 2 to 
a genocide, anywhere between 25 to 99%. A true world war, referencing like World War II, you're looking at roughly 6 to 9%. A pandemic, a true pandemic, for example, the bubonic plague, you're looking at anywhere between 15 to 60%. A nuclear war, 30 to 85%. And a true economic collapse anywhere between 1 to 30%. Now, based on historical precedents and the Deagle predictions, these kinds of numbers and figures can only be associated with an American-centered disaster. Not, not really a global one. Because if it were a true global disaster, then these casualty figures would be a lot more uniform. And the most likely candidate is a combination of the two, or possibly more, contributors listed. For example, a global pandemic and a genocide, or a global pandemic and civil war with genocide, perhaps a global pandemic and a collapsing military empire with the war added in, or perhaps maybe even a global military empire and nuclear war with global pandemic all mixed in together. So in my mind, as I understand things, the only way that the kinds of predictions as determined by the forecast can manifest is through a combination of some horrific events that happens in one center geographical area. So we have to ask ourselves, how did they come up with these numbers? Indeed, these are truly shocking numbers and values. So shocking that, that it's simply not an extrapolation of trends. As an extrapolation of trends show things moving either towards infinity or falling back into a black hole. But there's no way to be able to quantify that data into numbers. So how the hell did they come up with these values that they're using? So according to Deagle, the countries that will suffer the greatest reduction in population is the United States at 70%, Ireland at 69%, Greece 69%, the United Kingdom 65%, Germany 65%, Israel 63%, Switzerland 60%, Iceland, 58%, Sweden, 52%. Those are very specific numbers. 